Welcome aboard Unconstitutional Awakening, the podcast live. I'm your captain, Jim Bob Oval Shorts, and tonight we've got some awesome stuff planned ahead for you guys. Uh, we have a pretty full house in here with us this evening. I'm excited for everything that's going on, and I totally can't wait to get it kicked off. So I'm going to start bringing folks in. First and foremost, we ain't seen them in we ain't seen them in two or uh, two or three weeks here. We've got Bandit. I know he's hanging in there somewhere. Bandit, how you doing, buddy? I'm here. Hooray, I'm glad to hear you. There you are, good sir. And of course, with me tonight again this evening is Luis. Luis, welcome back, buddy. I'm so glad that you're still hanging in there with us. I, I, I appreciate you hanging in there through the hiatus, too, man. I know the summer was kind of slow. We didn't do a whole lot, but, you know, you're at least on board with us, so I appreciate that, man trying to stay alive <laughs> and i know that you know what most of y'all are probably looking into for this even we you know we've got all kinds of great things going on um in the world and whatnot and i am trying our attempt tonight at our first live guest uh totally a previous guest of our show that's been out been on here before hanging out with us when we were doing the recorded episodes you guys probably see him all over the internet and totally know him as libertarian jesus and here he is this evening joining us how you doing buddy the <laughs> costume on why not Hey man, no, I I appreciate it. We always love for folks to be in costume when they're here, man. It's been a it's been an ongoing thing, so I definitely enjoy when it happens again. So always glad you becoming can... the Messiah. Yeah. <laughs> glad you that glad you can... crown and everything. Yeah, I tried to add a little crown to your animation too. You know, I, I hope you appreciate it. I, I worked really, really I, I try to work really hard on all my little animations, and I was just like, well, if he's gonna come on, I got to make him a character as well. So, but man, I do appreciate you coming in and joining us again. You know, it's it's been a while since we had you on, and I know you're a busy fellow just like we are and such. And I, it's just it's good to have you on over here. And well, I, the, thing is, the last time I was supposed to join y'all, I was all I overbooked because what I didn't know is that the same day I was supposed to be joining y'all, I was also supposed to have. A, have a peck meeting with the Baton Rouge Libertarian Party. And then I was also supposed to be catching a bus to uh, 
Young Americans for Liberty with a pit stop in Atlanta. That's right. That's right. I remember that you were coming through here to, to yeah. just make a pit stop. That's right. I, and you know, Hey, I got to ask, how was all that stuff? Did you, did you make success of it? I know you were making some travels and whatnot. Yeah, I did. I got to Atlanta about an hour after the bus I was supposed to catch after already departed because the driver who was supposed to pick us up in New Orleans was late. And apparently they didn't know how to get to any of the terminals along the way. Good so Lord. I literally had to use my GPS skills to help them out with it. I've, I've traveled by bus once before. It's not a, it's not the funnest thing to, in the world to do. I came, I came from Buffalo to uh, back to Georgia one time. And we went through, we went through Louisiana and Kentucky and all kinds of things in this weird shape to come back around. It was like a three, three, three and a half day trip for me. It, it, it made me say that I'll never travel by bus again. That's for sure. Oh yeah. Same thing. Like, I'll, I'll walk. I'll walk, bro. Like I am not, <laughs> but I'm, I'm good on some bus travel. Like, Ooh. So, you know, but in, in things, you know, I, I appreciate you joining us for our weekly escapades. And of course, I've got all kinds of things that have happened in this clown world that we live in over the past week. And one of the first things I wanted to actually jump into, maybe to poke a little bit of fun at Luis or see if he had any answers to the question is, uh, man, how come they're uh, how come they're finding people still alive in the crematorium up there, bro? What's what's going on with that? You don't know what I'm talking about, Luis? so no clue so earlier in the week up there they found a uh it was like it was like the day after we were on for our other live or whatever they totally found a woman still alive inside the body bag inside a crematorium after she was pronounced after she was pronounced dead I mean, the amount of people that have been pronounced dead and weren't dead was the reason they put bells uh, connected to tomb. Luis, your sound went weird. Can you hear me better now? Yep. (coughs) Sorry. So they used to connect a bell so you could pull it inside of the coffin so you can declare you're still alive. Good Lord. You can find images of those things, the the, the designs of them. So, yeah, they were really bad in the past determining if you were alive or dead, and it, it doesn't surprise me that to this day they're not that good. I mean, remember, um, these medical professionals told hundreds of millions of people to get experimental technology uh, into their bodies, and according to the New Zealand data, six hundred thousand people died thanks to those experiments. Congrats to the technology and to these brilliant people that studied uh, that thing they call medicine and then they completely forgot to question mega corporations and their profit incentives. Holy crap. I I apologize to get off subject. I did find one of the pictures of your safety coffins. Oh, yeah. Like the design of it. Uh, I'm trying to work on pulling it up. I'm just like... (laughs) I'm just like, holy so, I mean, I, I figured something was real like that, but like, little picture, yeah. I apologize. On, on the plus side, on the plus side of them uh, finding her alive, 
in a body bag before being cremated is that now she can run for her first term in Congress. <laughs> that is very valid. Because well, she's old enough to do so. I mean, I mean, yeah. would make she's, would, old, she's old enough I, to run and automatically get elected because there's no competition yeah. for anybody. Eighty-one years old, evidently, in this country. Oh my god. That, I did see a guy from New York City called Paperboy Prince that said he's going to run for president. And I'm like, this guy's trying to run for Congress, City Hall, Governor, Mayor. He's literally tried to run for everything. He's hilarious. He's I met him. He's an interesting guy. Paperboy? Paperboy Prince. Hmm. Paperboy Prince. I mean, I mean, it's, it's it, I guess it seems never ending in that that world of political things but i mean you know it, it seems to be a thing worldwide really also this past week we've had apparently russia's supreme court going off the hinge and uh designating the international lgbt movement is an extremist organization and they're banning it from they're banning it within their country yeah they, they 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 love anything alternative and then act as if they're being base, which right. is like weird on Twitter. It's like, oh my God, Russia! They're oppressing a group of people that represent a percentage of their population that that is the creative class. So they're kicking out all the creatives out of their country. So smart. I mean, you you, you said you you said yourself though. You said yourself though, Luis. I mean, I'm not surprised Russia's doing that, but I'm saying, though, you've said yourself, Luis, that there's more, you know, there's more gays running the industry than people realize. Like, it, I it, mean, the most powerful, one of the most powerful companies on earth is ran by a gay man and is very well yeah. publicly known. Uh, Tim yeah. Cook. Yeah. Runs a $2 trillion company. Nobody it's, questions his sexuality because he runs a $2 trillion company. <laughs> right. And it's just, it, you know, I mean, I, again, I, I, I'm I'm the kind of guy I guess that I agree to like certain limitations on weird things, but just because I have children, you know. But that's just I, I'm not in, get into propaganda being fed to them. But like other than that, like you be you. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I, I hate ba I hate bands of any kind. Like I don't think I don't think anything should be banned above like whatever it is. Like I don't care if you want to do it, it's on you. You 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 got to suffer the consequences of whatever it is. Like it's your own issue. You know what I mean? I mean, does Jesus think anything should be banned? Do you think anything should be banned, Jesus? But don't hurt people. I don't care. That's right. There you That's go. right. Let's then be the first to cast down something like that. So, so, poli so politicians should be uh, should be banned, is what we're saying. Yeah, Caesar can tax this dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. it it's it's. <sighs> I mean, it's a clown show. Most of us here, I'm pretty sure, can all agree that we all know it's a clown show at this point. It, it, and, and and I hate to, I I hate to even get into that part of the clown show. It's just it's just interesting to see that you not only do you have countries that are not only do you have countries that go to other, not only do does our country go to ridiculous measures on things, but it proves well enough that other countries do it as well, and. It's also vice versa. You know, you've got people of all kinds of different genre of, you know, just people, you know what I mean? That have 
I don't know. Some some of them just go to the extreme. I don't know. Too much. It has nothing to do with it being a clown show. What is the worst part about it, though, is that there is still a portion of the pop population that buy into the whole clown show. You know what I mean? True. True. They yeah, still true. buy into the political clown show. That's well, probably you know, the worst part about it. That's well, what's actually kind of sad is some of the people who buy into it the most also think they're the resistance. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. So what is the what? What do you what? So so do you think the the people that are um, protesting for Palestinian peace are part of the resistance, or it's a mixed bag because hating on Jews evidently is somehow magically resistance mm. against the empire. I think taking up a side in this conflict, even if you don't have a stake in it, makes you part of the problem, because I'm not really in favor of like, I can't go live on my main TikTok account anymore because when this whole Israel-Palestine conflict popped off mid-October, I started doing streams saying, hey, we shouldn't intervene on Israel's part, we shouldn't be intervening on Ukraine's part, we should just stay out of it. And totally anti-intervention, regardless. I don't care if, if you think the Palestinians are right or the Israelis are right. It's not our problem. Care. It's not our business. It's yeah. not our problem. Yeah. You are yeah. right. Most Americans don't have a clue what the politics of this thing is. both sides, period. The only, the, 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 only, the only people's problem that like it seems to be is the ones with you know, big pockets and, uh, you know, war machines and such like that. But like it, I agree a hundred percent. I've always, I've never understood our interest in g global conflict. Why do we have so many bases wrapped around the, around the world and so many places? I know, I, I mean, I know the answers to these things, but I mean, these are questions that I think some of these normies out here that don't have a clue, like these are questions they should be asking. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, what, what, why, are we spending sending all this money like foreign aid and stuff most of our debt a good chunk of our debt is in the form of foreign aid if you look at the how, way foreign aid is how many bases you guys out, think exist in in the world how many us military bases exist in the well, world um a lot dude a lot over, eight, over 800 yeah i was about to say it's it, it i thought it was in the high 700s but yeah over 800 I heard a number once that was like seven seven hundred and like ninety something official bases at one point in time. But why? Like the how is how is official? How is official? How is, There's unofficially I heard once I think eight hundred and ninety something unofficially. How, how is and how is that not aggression? I mean, it's aggression. By, like how is know, that not aggression? aggression? It's passive aggression. Okay. It's. I mean, we we establish control over the seas, and actually, I will mention, the U.S. Navy is the reason global trade exists to the level it exists today. So sure. we don't understand that piracy was extremely common until the U.S. military started controlling the seas, and then it stopped. It was it really was in the 20th century that piracy ended. 
And it was the U.S. Navy that stabilized the, the global commerce and allowed global commerce to expand exponentially as it has. Sure. So there is something that people don't understand is that the U.S. Navy maintains peace globally, but they should refocus on stopping China from overfishing, which is a real threat to yeah. oh, you global, mean, global you mean China's new You mean China's new fishing map that they released? I mean, if you guys have seen the Chinese maps and how they're they're ridiculous, but they're I've just encroaching on every they're encroaching on everyone else's uh, territory everywhere. Oh yeah, they the, I, <laughs> they're, not only did they do that, but they've also um, where everybody. I guess there's this junction where all these countries share the sea, and in this junction. Mm -hmm. Um, China has started claiming. Chi even China's navy is going around harassing, uh, you know, other countries' fishermen and stuff like that, saying, "No, this is our waters, and you shouldn't be here." And if you, and if they pull out their map, their map has like everybody's territory covered, saying that it's Chinese Sea. Yeah, almost, and I, all, I almost all the way down to Australia. It's there. It, there was uh, it, so you know the Galapagos Islands. So the Galapagos Islands yeah. is. Uh, owned by Peru. Peru had to attack a Chinese fishing boat because they saw them off of Galapagos. They had to attack the boats. So it's getting serious. The Philippines is, is now inviting the U.S. military and uh, U.S. nuclear weapons into the Philippines. Uh, Venezuela is now attacking Guyana because... Amer I guess they're learning from America well, that if you're broke, you just go to war. Uh, and okay, I th I think yeah, America's I, I think America's playing both sides of the thing in Venezuela, uh, Ganya. Or, I think I think they're playing both well, sides of it. We have so we have uh, NASA has launch pads in Guyana. Mm -hmm. If you guys didn't know, so many mm -hmm. satellites. That, like and there's oil time. reserve there's oil reserves there too yes i actually even have a friend who he even he has family there and everything he's telling me the overall wealth in the country has exploded in a good way like there is actually looks like there's being proper distribution of the wealth so people as, are as, becoming wealthier as, like as, the country is becoming wealthier not just a few people a place down in there called s i am terrible at pronouncing things everybody knows this e s s e yes escobedo has massive oil deposits underneath it. Yeah, that's what the Venezuelans are trying to annex, mm -hmm. and they and they voted it's for it. And supposedly, yeah, everybody voted region. to invade. This is, and then I also um, I wanted to show you guys because while we were talking about this too, the the thing about the Chinese Sea I was talking about. If you pull up their red dot map. Now this is what they claim is all theirs. Even these areas right up against all the is other it ones. Nine dash line, ten dashes now instead of nine. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You are correct. Yeah, it is now it, a ten. It was dash called line. the nine dash line. Now it's the ten dash line because they added another one. They they keep they keep encro you know, and this is another one of those things. They keep encroaching on people's. They're building artificial islands in order to do it, and they say, "Oh, go oh, Well, we that's property of that's our property. So that's that's now like that new land that just appeared out of nowhere. Yeah, that's us. Yeah, and it's it. <sighs> But I mean, you can see how it's been do being been being done throughout history. Clearly, you know what I'm saying. Like, 
it's done. I mean, it's done. It, it's done in your own neighborhoods, your own backyards, by your local commissioners and stuff. Sometimes to take people's land, bro. Like it's not an uncommon thing. <laughs> well, we we need massive law, re- legal reforms in the United States in order to help people maintain their homes because at the rate we're going, corporations will own the majority of homes in the United States. Yes. And when I mean corporations, they mean megacorps. I don't mean somebody using a corporation as their representation of their like few re- well, real estate properties. Yeah, yeah. I mean, see, Jesus is ready. Now I was just closing the door because my dog's trying to open it. We could. I mean, we could. Or we could just keep hoping that the sun finally explodes. What's the point of that? Like l- the game resets. Yes. But yeah. what do you want the game to reset? Well, you because, lose all your progress. I mean, that's what that's that's okay. You can start over and maybe do it cleaner next time. But you don't know you 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 put in all this progress if the game resets. Completely. But see, okay, but I guess here's the difference in me and 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 you in this. I think we progressed a different way this time after the last time it happened. And what what modern people and what modern statistics and, and science and education and everything wraps around in claiming that is progress, I think is the opposite. I think is a way to keep things stagnant and to keep people at the top making money the entire time. Where true progress wouldn't be that. What's your progress look like then? I I think it was I think it was the time before that you know everybody considers as a conspiracy world, but it's the time when great monuments and stuff were built by clearly advanced technology that's beyond our human comprehension. Well, it's complicated, right? Because you have these amazing monuments built thousands and thousands of years ago, and we are discovering that some of them were built using sound wave technology, potentially. There's different theories, right? But you look at Peru. The sound wave is the most promising, though, man. Peru is the most interesting example. So the country as a whole has more wonders than Egypt Yes. In every square foot of that country. Yes. So All the way down to giants. So to give you context, the Americas was more advanced than Europe. Yes. Like south, north, middle, all of the Americas. During the medieval times in Europe, I think it was, was full of great progress in the, of in the years, Americas. Yes, it was hundreds of years more advanced in the, yeah. than Europe. The yeah. only difference is the Europeans stole the gunpowder technology from the Chinese. Correct. And, and the Venetians, essentially. The Venetians took the technology, then, then the Europeans and their bloodthirsty problems, because this is fun part. The reason Europeans are so aggressive and so violent was alcohol, maybe, uh, baby, what is it called? Baby alcohol syndrome? What's that correct? What's the correct term for that? Oh, you mean the thing that that dude that is a climate activist is always is, has? I mean, there's a lot of people that have that. You know that day. that little short dude that talks about how dare you? Oh, no, no that's <laughs> that's a boy. Greta <laughs> Thunberg. When, when when she when she gets a little bit older and puberty can't hide it anymore, everybody will realize that's a boy. <laughs> well. 
alcohol. I forgot. It's like an alcohol syndrome because in Europe there was no clean water, so everybody literally just drank like a low dose beer uh, and wine every single day. So all the babies essentially became hyper violent because of the alcohol consumptions. So Europeans were very degenerate in that sense. I mean, and Europeans are pretty degenerate. Period. Well, compared to the Americas, they were monsters. They were uncivilized Absolutely. monsters with with advanced weapons of and, war. While the Americas uh, was and that's relatively why in seventeen seventy and that's why in seventeen seventy six we sent them packing and told them to you know just eat it because like we don't need yeah. that crap. Yeah, white people made their way to the other side of the world and the aliens left. <laughs> Which aliens? <laughs> A good chunk of them. A good chunk of them were like, we're out, bro. Like, we can't do this no more. I mean, that's the reason why they helped every other civilization except white people. <laughs> they built the pyramids. They built the Great Wall of China. Wait, no, the only no, people no. they didn't help were white. <laughs> no, that, that actually... No, 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 no. There is gigantic monoliths in uh, Bosnia-Herzegovina. There is pyramid. That, they look up the Nice Pyramid, which was destroyed by the French government. That was so I, retarded. In the it, was, it was probably destroyed by the French government because it was not built by someone white. I mean, you look at Spain. Let's look at Spain, right? The, the, the most beautiful wonders of Spain, all of them, were built by um, Moors. Yes. They were built by Correct. the Moors. They were not built by Correct. white people. Like, essentially, yes. they were built by non-white people. And the Spanish are racist people. Oh, if you ever met a European yes. that's racist, it's a Spanish European. 100%. They are, 100%. They are one of the most racist They invented racism. In... No, it was Portugal. But, yes, close. They're cousins. Like, they're neighbors. They're the Iberian Peninsula. But Portugal technically invented the concept we know today as like racial-based uh, uh, judgment. Oh yeah, they were even raced against each other. Like, if you were born in the homeland, you were better than those born in the colonies. But, <laughs> like, what was it? Uh, there was one of the emperors of Rome was black. Like, people back in the day was didn't care about your skin color, like the way people think people right. care about skin. The concept of That's white true. supremacy is actually related to the the royalty. Yes. It's not related to the concept of the person white because what is it? Half of Europe was slaves? Mm-hmm. What Slavs is is from Poland. Like the Slavs. The Slavs like they were the slaves. Yes. People have yeah. this weird concept of slavery where it's all dark people when that's not even close to true. In many countries all over the planet, that country at some point was an oppressor. And that's something people don't comprehend. At one point, and, Peruvians and, were oppressors, or Uruguayans were oppressors, Mayans were oppressors. Like every other country was and an oppressor. And as, and, as, and as awful as this sounds, if those countries wouldn't have done those terrible oppressive things in their time, there probably wouldn't be some of the advancements that happened. Because you know the, you know, tragedy and awful things or whatever usually brings a lot more progress on the other side of it. What's an example of a time that cre of mass tragedy that created mass progress? Black plague. I mean, the bubonic plague. You mean? Yeah, the bu yeah the bubonic plague. Once there were there weren't enough people to work. 
Once there weren't enough people who worked the field, the few workers that were around had more bargaining power over their lords. So they got paid more. I didn't think about the economics of the lack of labor and the bargaining hey. capacity in the bubonic plate period. Thank you. I well, I would actually did study that subject like deeply in in high school, and I found thirty percent of the population died, of the European population died. It lasted for a very long period of time, and it was a mix of things. It was the plague, and on top of the plague. It was after hundreds of years of chill. It was called the Little Chill. If you ever heard of the Little Chill, it was the Little Ice Age. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it was the Little Ice Age plus the bubonic plague that killed all these people. And actually, that's when that's the rise of absinthe, where it came from, because you couldn't grow wine. So they started growing absinthe. Yeah. Yep. There was actually another... There's actually an interesting thing I found out recently. The church actually also took a massive hit because of the bubonic plague, and that's likely what led to the Protestant Reformation because the Catholic priests were always tending to those who were sick and dying and giving them their last rites. But because of that, they were also in contact with the sick and dying. So oh, up until this point, there were a really high standards for what you needed to do to become a priest. And there were high moral expectations. You had to have a certain level of education. And because all the papacy was dying, they needed somebody to fill those roles. So they just, by the time um, the bubonic plague was over, they just started filling the positions any way they could. And that led to certain authoritarian problems within the church that eventually led to the Protestant Reformation. Well, led to a lot more corruption. You, you could, uh, some people have mentioned the Roman Empire never fell. It just transformed and it turned into the Catholic, uh, the Catholic order and the Roman, the Roman Catholic Church. And you could uh, see its remnants present in today's society. And what's really interesting is the obelisk fair. present in the city of London, in, the, in Washington, D.C., New York City, and the Vatican. Those are strange places where a specifically gigantic obelisk is present. There's one in Central Park. It's so weird. There's a, one of those obelisks in Central Park. I don't know if you ever seen uh, heard of it, but there's a gigantic Egyptian obelisk in Central Park, and then there's the one in in uh, the Vatican, and then there's the one in in London, and then there's the one over in DC, which is the giant penis. Because if you see DC designed as like that giant thing in the middle is the penis. Well, I've been to the top. I've been to the top you know of it. I actually saw a meme earlier this week. Uh, uh, yeah, the Washington Monument's the penis. The Eastern Island heads are the heads, and Stonehenge are the toes. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a giant dude at the center of the Earth. You know, I guess I guess you want to get most into... people don't think the world is flat. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> clearly, that, hey, that might be a good thing. So, 
Luis, you, I, uh, I believe it was you that might have shared this in the group chat earlier this week. I'm pretty sure it was. It is something I'm actually familiar with, and I was <laughs> I was actually excited when you threw it in the group chat earlier this week. And since we're already talking about random weird things that are going on, you know, um, and I should be sharing sound too. I wanted to share this with everybody else that was on there. Maybe they hadn't heard about it before themselves, or you know who. Who knows, actually? I don't actually know. I'm hoping that the sound will share just fine because I do have it turned on, so I guess we will see. But um, Luis brought, re-brought back to my attention how our government has wasteful spending and such uh, led to our government – our government's wasteful spending ended up leading totally to a lady, for experimental reasons, having sex with a dolphin. And – just, 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 just hang on. I, I'll let you hear it. Can't hear it. Can't hear it. Nah. Playing on my side. It says it's playing out. All right. Um, I. It is. Not. I mean, it says it's playing on. Says it's playing on my side, and it looks like it was playing in the live. I'm. I guess it's just cut off for you. I don't understand. I couldn't hear it either. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Well, I'm. Okay. Well, I guess I'm just with sharing videos. Sometimes. No, but it's, it's an it, interesting story. Everything's it's, turned uh, on. Everything's turned on, so I don't it's understand. It's basically uh, the CIA uh, being bored and deciding, you know what, we're going to give dolphins LSD and see what happens. And you could hear audio of, if you can get the audio back, because the dolphin talking is really creepy. It's, yeah, it's, it's, mean, it's, a, it's so... You ever thought, what would a dolphin sound like? That's not how you. I don't know. My brain can't think that's how a dolphin sounds like, but I guess that's how a dolphin. Because a dolphin is not designed to speak in the way humans speak, but just just try to see if you can get the sound. Because it's there's recordings of the dolphin talking, saying one, two, three, four, five, like it's counting. Yeah, I don't... dolphins have high intellect, uh, as is essentially as high as humans. They just yeah, don't have don't, hands and a mat and a in a regular throat to speak to us, but they're pretty much as smart as humans. Their brains are actually larger than ours. Yeah, there's there's nothing else I know to do. Like it's everything's turned on on my side that can possibly be turned on. So I guess I just can't share it for you guys. I don't. I, I'll share it in the link so everybody can go and watch it. But there's nothing else I can do on my side. It's I, it gives me one click option to share sound, and I click it. And it's supposed to be sharing. So, so a, a uh, dolphin brain is fifteen hundred to seventeen hundred grams, while a human brain is thirteen to fourteen hundred <clears throat> grams. That and chimpanzee is four hundred grams. That's that's insane. Yeah, here <laughs> is an an example here in the chat of a size of the dolphin brain compared to a human brain. So right. Up. And elephant brain compared to a human brain is like ridiculous. 
What's crazy is elephants have such a low alcohol tolerance that they can get drunk off accidentally eating fermented fruit. What do you mean? Elephants can easily get drunk because they have a really low alcohol tolerance. Like, just one beer will hammer them. Oh, there is a bird also that gets drunk all the time. So... Yeah, some animals get drunk easily. Dogs can get drunk extremely easily, but people get their dogs drunk is so responsible because they really cannot process alcohol like we can. We have evolved to process alcohol, but alcohol is a poison. Yeah. Did y'all see the video that went viral about a week and a half ago of the lady who came on and her dog had raided her liquor cabinet? And the dog is like... Just stumbling around. That's actually sad. Poor thing. Thankfully, she did the right thing and took her to took the dog to the vet overnight. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you potentially have to pump the stomach. Uh, I had a friend that the dog ate milk chocolate, and it's milk chocolate specifically that has a particular chemical that starts with an X, and some butter, uh, peanut butter, has it too, and that's poisonous to dogs. Mm. Mm. I mean. <sighs> I've, I've, I owned a dog one time. In fact, I was just informed that she she just turned fifteen years old, and I watched her eat an entire chocolate cake. Yeah, but the chocolate cake doesn't have that particular chemical. With chocolate, it's not chocolate. Chocolate it's cake with chocolate. Chocolate cake with chocolate icing. Like it's got. No, it's not. It's I mean, not it's chocolate. chocolate. It's, it's well, it's a particular chemical used in the process of milk chocolate. Like dark chocolate won't saying. kill a dog. Dark chocolate won't harm a dog. I'll give you that example. Uh, mo- and, mo- chocolate and, moose won't kill a dog. Won't hurt a dog. There's a lot of. And then and then you know I mean there's there's uh, see I, I I actually like the dog conversation because like I don't know who I trust in that situation. Long before they you know when everybody just fed their dog whatever scraps they had you had dogs that were living 20 plus years and now that you got them on kibble like they're lucky to make it 10 sometimes did, did you and see that they're getting FDA filled just, they're getting filled they're getting filled with so many different drugs and stuff too like i i i'm I'm an anti-advocate for whatever Bob Barker wanted to do because I think that it's their body and their choice and that you shouldn't be able to just start fucking harming animals because you feel like it's necessary. And I know that pisses people off, but I don't care. Oh, yeah. did you guys know about Bob Barker and the and the prison industrial complex? Oh, yeah. No. He's, Bob Barker was not the, not that great of a dude. Yeah, I was talking to a, <laughs> ex, to a to a uh, to a person that lived in the beautiful system that they call the American prison system, and he was telling me, "Dude, Bob Barker, Bob Barker products. We lived off Bob Barker products." And then he showed me the products. Basically, Bob Barker made soaps and then sold them for five dollars a bar to the to the prisoners. And also resold items that, like, you know, regular items that you would find at a store for, like, insane markups that even with inflation would look ridiculous to you. So, yeah, Bob Barker um, had it in with the prison industrial complex and made a lot of money off endangered servitude. Wow. He was basically a slave owner. Great guy. 
It's it's I, crazy that when you know all these dudes that are painted as amazing people, like in the media and stuff like that, that are not that great behind scenes. Uh, John, John, what's it called? What's that guy? Uh, imagine all the people. John Lennon. Yeah. yeah. You mean that be... guy that deserved? Yeah, he deserved it. Mark David Chapman did nothing wrong. Like. Yeah, he used to beat women. Please, drag about please, it. please do not get me started. Please do not get Jimmy started on John Lennon. Please. <laughs> hey, listen, that 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 guy is just, I mean the only person worse than Jimmy is if Neptune's here. You know, I probably have John, John Lennon deserved it memes on deck. Yeah. He is going to he is going to hear the recording of this and go on a rant. By himself to himself because of this. <laughs> well, do you think that that other singer of the Beatles was replaced after that car accident? I think that everybody should totally. There's there, that you know who else appreciates Mark David Chapman aside from me? The lead singer of Mindless Self Indulgence, so much so that he even made a song called Mark David Chapman, and he's wishing that he would that he would come back again to get rid of all of the carbon copy clones that you know the the music industry puts out. <laughs> What's another carbon copy clone? Everything from the oh, like, like everything from like two thousand ten after. There's just clones of clones of clones you want to talk about a carbon copy you want to talk about a carbon copy have you the seen radio. Brock Lesnar's daughter who <laughs> oh, daughter. oh my god have you seen why Brock Lesnar's daughter why did you do this you want to talk why about did a you do carbon this? copy I'm, I got it because she I shared something said, earlier she's already breaking records and she just got into college Shot put. Yeah. I couldn't hear what's record. the name. Hold on. Brock Brock like, I want to know what the mom looked like because I don't think her genetics were a factor. What? Listen, no. All up, my genetics completely overpowered. This would be the most terrifying hand job of your life. Or the best one. Snoo, snoo. <laughs> I mean, that's got a tight grip to his jeans. That looks like Brock Lesnar with a wig. Yeah, it, his jeans are very dominant, literally to the point of <laughs> them expressing themselves like this. But hey, I'm sure she's a great athlete, so good for her. Yeah, she is. Apparently, she's apparently like the athlete to beat right now. Like. I, I'm, no, I mean, I, I, well, she's gonna, at this. Well, at this point, she's going to start competing against men. So at least she has the genetic edge because okay, that, that was the other thing. She could compete against men. That brings up. I <laughs> mean, sure. when you think, anytime you mention cloning, you don't, you you can't bring up just the normal peons. You have to look at like actors and actresses and stuff like that, because look at, I mean, another one. Look at Jean Claude Van Damme's and Dolph Lundgren's daughters. Oh yeah, I mean, they're oh, yeah. just beautiful people because their parents. I'm not. Are I'm not. I'm not saying people. anything bad about any of them. I'm thinking. I'm just saying like they're just built like their father. I mean, John, like Van Damme and Lundgren, 
are both athletes and they raised athletes. It makes sense. Oh, and Lundgren, you know, he has like, I think like a PhD in, in, oh, yeah. he's, he's a genius. He has like multiple degrees. He has multiple yeah, he's a genius. degrees. The guy's an actor, but the guy like, I, I forgot what his degrees are. I, I heard, I was like, wait, he has multiple degrees. Yeah, he's a he's 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 like a super genius. Like all all stuff aside, all acting nonsense or whatever aside, like he's like he's he got quite a few things under his belt as far as that route goes. I did have a couple other things that I wanted to show you guys tonight that I was excited to bring to the table that were a couple video clips, but since I can't figure out for the life of me why it doesn't want to let you guys hear the awesome video clips I'm trying to share with you guys, like it I don't know. I, I, I just keep, I'm, I'm going to give up on that aspect of it. And, you know, Libertarian Jesus, we've invited you on and you've been on here throwing in some commentation on everything we got going on. So let's catch up with you, my friend. How are things been going on your end? What you got going on? Let's, I'd like to hear what you got. Well, next, well, actually, something I've been meaning to bring up is uh, next week, Chase Oliver, a candidate for the Libertarian Party, is going to be in Baton Rouge at the Walk Ons on Corporate Boulevard. Okay. Yeah. So that's something we got coming up that I forgot to mention leading up to the show. But yeah, I'm probably going to be there. Or also, the day before that, I got to work like a 12, 13 hour shift at work because we have our annual Christmas party at Crazy Horse Cabaret off Lobdale. Oh, nice. So So I happen to follow you on social media and stuff too, as, as well as. Uh, some of the other guys here too, obviously people out watching and stuff this evening that tune in from your page and as well as mine. But like, I, I've seen you in some pretty heated discussion this past week, uh, dealing with religious zealots and, uh, and former libertarians. Well, yeah, apparently these two women who were libertarians when we were friends on Facebook had a mental health breakdown about this time last year. I said some stuff I probably shouldn't have online, but it is what it is. But these two, I really don't feel sorry about trash talking because they weren't good people based on what they were saying, the way they act. But they were, one of my other friends on Facebook mentioned something. I wanted to know what a pick me was. Oh, and being somebody who speaks out on men's issues all the time, yeah. I butted in and pointed out for the most part, if someone's using the term pick me, it's basically like accusing somebody of being a race traitor. Yeah. It's that. It's somebody that it's basically a woman at this point who's willing to call other women out on their BS. Yeah. And I know I mean, you're a big you know, advocate for men's rights and stuff. Like that's something I've always seen you push for. Yeah. Well, I called one woman out who was saying, Oh, I hate pick me's. And I'm like, yeah, I know you hate them. And then she kind of exposed herself. Cause I said, the reason you're a bit of a terrible person is because you violently expect men to be traditional, but you are in no way, shape or form traditional yourself. And she, her response was, well, men should just go back to dying in wars. Good God. Yeah. Yeah. I see why you're not a libertarian anymore. You're a libertarian for yourself. But the second it comes time that you can't use something like child support or alimony against your ex. I mean, to, I agree child support should exist, but the way the government runs it is absolutely horrible. Just look at Title Four. No, 100%, dude. Like I, I, that, now, that's something I do like to talk about is the way that the system 
has been built definitely against men. Like, you know, there's there are women out there that use child support as a weapon. And because of the ones that use it as a weapon, even the ones that actually deserve to put it, you know, deserve it for what they, you know, for what it is, it it's it seems to be hard for them in some situations than it is for the ones that are just out there bullshitting people. Yeah. Well, you know why the what <laughs> the child support system to be so biased against men, right? It's because of Title 40 of the United States Social Security Act, which requires all states to have a child support system, which was already in place. Every state already did. But the what changed was instead of going after pe- parents who would just walk out and leave their wife high and dry, instead what you had was the state having the authority to deem an individual parent as non-custodial. And for every non-custodial parent that pays into the child support system, the parent, uh, the state will get reimbursements from the federal government for it in the form of aid. But we all know the state just started branding anybody and everybody non-custodial based on how much they may compared to their partner because men are still the primary provider. The state can just go, okay, how much do you make? How much do you make? Okay, you make more. Non-custodial pay up. I've got like see, like I've got I've got like two examples where I've I've got I've got a really good friend of mine, a really close friend of mine. That man had he's got four children. And at the time of his wife and him separating, he got he was the general manager of a waffle house making almost a hundred thousand dollars a year. And they they nuked him, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. he, he spent years stuck without anybody willing to actually take his case or anything down here in the state of Georgia. He spent years stuck on a assistant manager's salary after he lost that job of nowhere close to that, getting just put on back pay, you know, because he couldn't pay as much as it needed to every week and stuff like that. And even it's, Three of them are grown up and moved on and married and have lives now, but he still owes back ones because of just the way that the system deemed of how much he had to pay because of how much he made at the time. And he never yeah, got most of the money ends up doing, Most of the money that the federal government pays back to the states ends up going into the judicial retirement fund in most states. So the judges who oversee these cases literally make money off of it. Oh, yeah. uh, actually, even it even gets really, what really gets really disgusting I got a friend on TikTok, uh, Alan Tinker, I think his name is. Okay. Uh, he uh, was molested at 14 years old and pays child support to the woman who molested him. Yeah, that's a thing. They can do that just because you make more. Holy crap. Wait, what state? What state? Michigan. But there's also a precedent setting case out of Kansas City that the state's uh, Kansas I don't know why I said Kansas City. So, so this lady, this lady. So, what you're telling me is that this lady and him did what they did. She had a kid by him, and now he's on child support after. Yeah, they. He, she was raising a kid on her own until he turned 18. Then she sued for child support and was awarded it. And this is based on a. This is based on a case from the 90s called Hermesman versus Sayer out of Kansas. The Supreme Court ruled that. Uh. uh even if a conception occurred through illegal means, uh, father, father or whoever can still pay, can be still be forced to pay child support for a conception they didn't even consent to. 
or even if I mean, they did consent, it grooming happens. But for some reason, when a woman does it to a boy, and she should still be able to get child support out of it. Get this insane thing: Tennessee, ten-year-olds uh, can marry twenty-four, twenty-five, and thirty-one, respectively. Is that is that what you sent me? Yep it's the it's the states that allow child marriages and the laws. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. Holy crap! It's it's child marriage should be banned in any any civilized country. Just Absolutely. just ban it. Absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah, not I'm, even a question. I'm not, why yeah, the hell I'm, is it legal in Oklahoma? Like, why is Oklahoma like super legal? Like, well, uh, look, I'm not, I'm, I'm not out here trying to have another Aisha situation like goes on in the Quran. Like, that's, that's not cool. I mean, the Quran did it. Was wasn't it like 14? I don't. I don't care. It's still, it's uh, still whatever. A leader Muhammad, having Muhammad, Muhammad wasn't a clean leader. How people thought he was with an eight-year-old, like that's how that story well, goes. Leonardo, Leonardo da Vinci was also a kid Hitler to so, today's standards. So, like so a lot of people were kid Hitler. So many, no, listen, so many were. When you go back through history and you look at even like some of the most famous people that were up and out there, like Elvis Presley, for example, he had it was known for having like fifteen-year-olds as girlfriends and stuff like that. Like it, it's, well, it was it's, legal back. Then, so I understand, you also, but you, you also have to understand that uh, that's the time frame. While while it's while it's not right, uh, let's. I'm not gonna. I'm not justifying it. It was legal in many states. It's still. Legal I mean, no, in in, in, to, in Georgia, yeah, it's still 16 down here. Yeah, but I mean, there was there was far more far worse cases too. I mean, you got you've got some of these older dudes back then that that were famous musicians and stuff courting around like little girls and basically molding them into what they wanted them to be like yeah what was drew barrymore hanging out good know, god was yeah drew, was it like have you heard the stories of like was it drew barrymore like she was hanging out with people and doing coke at like 13 mm, i think younger than that actually mm-hmm. what the hell was she doing hanging out with these people and doing drugs and also what the fuck was the parents doing like right fuck the parents right y'all really want to take a deep dive on michael jackson Man, I, his parents I, were extremely abusive. I, I, that's very I, I have controversial thoughts on him because I think that the media and and everything was painted to make him the bad guy when he was trying to actually save the kids. Did you know the kids that well, did accuse him said that the parents paid them, like told yes. them to do it? Like, yes. he is he is technically today cleared of all charges by the people that tra- that accused him. So he really didn't touch anybody. Yeah. I think he was trying. You can look into it. The there's, HBO there's, documentaries. They there's videos. You had to take them down. because There's YouTube videos shit. that have been taken down of him where he is on stage, like, saying things that he shouldn't say and to the public and right up leading up to before he got killed. Yeah. there were, I think he was trying to bait uh, Hollywood out into exposing themselves, and that's why he they was. killed him. Because he yeah. was probably part of that whole ring. Because he, gotta remember, he's been performing in the entertainment industry since he was five years old. Stuff happened to him back then, uh, and it probably affected oh, him the was... rest of his life. No, do you know that his voice that that vo- that's a made up voice? Yeah, a hundred percent. He he spoke relatively more normal you can i apologize look up- for the standing i just had a muscle spasm in my calf there's a there's a fun clip i i just heard 
which evidently in a video game he voiced with his real regular voice. So there's yeah. a video game where he's just speaking how he would normally speak, not the performance voice. And all of his, and all all the music he made for uh, for Sonic the Hedgehog secretly. Oh yeah, that's such a weird tangent of reality is that he made he worked for it with Sega. Uh y'all know how close he came to actually doing an album with Freddie Mercury? Yes. Oh, that would have been interesting. Yeah, and you know what you know what really stopped it? Cuz he insisted on bringing his llama to the studio and Freddie didn't like it. I wonder how much coke they were on back then. <laughs> that is a lot. Of that is probably a lot of coke. Oh, wait, 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 wait! You guys forgot that Michael Jackson had a pet chimpanzee, right? Yeah, named yeah. Bubbles. That's where that I know that because that's where uh, Akira Toriyama got the idea to name King Kong Eyes Monkey Bubbles. Oh God, Akira Toriyama is today one of the most influential figures in in cult in um, global culture and. Still, most people have probably never heard that man speak. Yeah. But he I, is. But Dragon Ball is going to still be one of the most influential animes of all time. Yeah. And he, he's not even that rich, even though, I mean, but many animators like him are not that rich, but he's still wealthy, comparatively speaking. Yeah. No, Death Battle even did Goku versus Superman for the third time, except this time I can't think they got the mood right finally. Like, I've never. I've when I first saw it for the first time, I complained because I was a DBZ fanboy. But now that I've matured, I kind of accept it. <laughs> but this was the first time that really showed how Goku and Superman would actually fight in real life because the whole time they're just complimenting each other and saying, All right, that was a good one. Now try this one. That's kind of how Goku and Superman would actually go at it in real life. They wouldn't like hate each other. It, or, you know, it, true. I mean, if those characters existed, the planet would be destroyed in like a yeah. matter of like minutes. What we don't understand when we're watching those 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 scenes is like it's only been like two minutes, and it's right. like five hours later, it's only been two minutes. <laughs> it just like do you just would see light happening in the sky, like explosions of light, and that's all you would be seeing. The audience would be less like. Oh, they're pretty colors. That's all you would actually see if that was was, was real. Yeah. Pretty Makes you wonder how they fit the monologue in it. Maybe they're just talking fast, and maybe you would see sparks in the sky, followed by them pausing oh, for I mean, like, honestly, and going. That's the weirdest thing about the, that whole thing, and every series does it. That's like, wait, if you're going that fast, how are you speaking to each other? Because that only happens through the vibration of sound. Yeah. Right. So this this week in the conspiracy realm, there was another video I wanted to bring to you guys, but I I mean I can of course just kind of just bring you a little bit from my take on it and encourage you to go look look it up yourselves, of course, because I kind of like giving you guys a conspiracy of the week to go dig into since we're doing these lives when you've got some free time if you're looking for something interesting to look at and this one was actually brought another one that i've known about in the past before myself but it was brought back to my attention by our lovely co-host that's not with us this evening of course steven uh who's totally a great guy 
don't don't let him fool you. He he tells you that I'm always busting his chops, but he's a really good guy. He's helped out the show more than any of you guys will ever understand that are out there, and it's greatly appreciated from the bottom of my heart, truly. And he brought up a place called I'm gonna butcher it, the Chantana Wall. It's over in uh, the Cha Cha the Cha Wall. It's up there in Tennessee. It's uh. It's this really neat, cool, like weird wall that they excavated that had an unknown language on it and stuff. And the Smithsonian and whatnot had gotten involved in it at one point in time. And they were actually studying it and checking things out about it and and trying to figure out what there what there was about it. But then after some time they stepped back into the situation and were like, Oh, this is, this is like fake. And this guy dug this up down in, uh, or over in Tennessee when he was doing some remodeling in his house uh, on his property and stuff. And like, this is literally a, a depiction of the wall. This was from what the Smith, the Smith, the Smithsonian guy that come down and took drawings of it and stuff, ample drawings of it, as well as like pieces of it and the lettering that was on it. And, at one point in time, the Smithsonian said, no, nah, this is just nonsense. Somebody they, they believe somebody just put it there. But upon another look at it years later, they've uncovered it to be old Hebrew of some form is what it seems to be translating as. So apparently we had some old Hebrews running around in Tennessee long before there was anybody else running around in Tennessee and we didn't realize it. So that goes back into this idea that there was advanced civilizations long before us. No, 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 not only that. Well, f- first of all, so if you go through the Graham Hancock frame of mind, which is Graham Hancock, a little crazy, but he's pretty cool too. No, he's probably right 80% of the time. So yes. considering how insane some of his theories are, 80% of the time is incredible. Uh, Cause he's been wrong on like a few things, but in general, he's been right about the majority of things he said throughout his career. There is ample proof that uh, people came to the Americas a long, long time ago. There is yeah. redhead DNA in yes. Peru. The, the the skulls that are elongated, the elongated skulls. You ever heard of elongated skulls? I sure have. I sure have. So I've actually read a, a couple books about them. There is a YouTube channel called Brian Foster. Yes, Brian Foster. I have tried and tried to actually get him on the show. We have discussed. We have discussed oh. it. I've actually talked to him, so it's it's a possibility. Because I would love to, to speak to him about what he knows and has found about. I know exactly what you're talking about because I've I've followed I'm trying him. Trying to I, find him, Brian Forrester. He's so, on. He's, I follow his Instagram. That's where me and him have chatted. So the YouTube, well, the YouTube channel is changed a bit, but. He had he they they went and did the research. Here it is. Finally, DNA results on the Paracas elongated skull, and it shows DNA from the European continent. So, also, um, and we've had people here speaking about it. Um, the concept of dark-skinned individuals has been present in the Americas for hundreds if not thousands of years absolutely there's the in guatemala and other parts of the americas you see the olmec heads have you seen olmec 
You want the Olmec? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. The Olmec heads. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, just look at an Olmec head. What does that look like? Yeah. Very oh, yeah, clear. Dude, I... It is It is an individual you consider of North African descent. Right? Sure. So, sure. That like we had a person here that was from Louisiana, and she said, "No, my family's been here for hundreds of not longer, for hundreds of years." She said before yep. the slave trade. Yep. So because the idea is like, oh, everybody that's dark skin um, is from the slave trade, and that's not uh, true. Our our very own Kel has traced his family ancestry back to Native Americans that lived in the Floridas that were here long before the slave trade. And the people, like, to give you context, if it, nobody's ever done the research, look at how dark Tainos were. They were very, very dark. They were dark. basically as dark as they come. They oh, were yeah. extremely dark-skinned. Obviously, they're in the tropics. That's the other thing people don't understand about skin. Um, if you, any of us, live long, my, I was naturally darker, actually, in the past. If you, if you there, I've seen a picture of a young Luis and he was a lot more dark and silky smooth looking. <laughs> so you take your DNA, like you take Jim Bob and his family, which is relatively uh, very uh, vanilla, and you leave them in Puerto Rico for uh, 200 years and they will start looking very dark. I, I Listen, didn't say I can't. I can't help that my pigmentation makes things red instead of helping me get tan. Like I, I oh, you I, would with time. You would get tan. It just takes more time, but you would get tan. Everybody would. Everybody gets tan. It just takes more time. It just takes more time for you to build up the melanin. So the the problem is you would literally have to go every day outside, get the proper exposure to build it up, and then progressively it would just build up over time. Everybody can build up the melanin. It doesn't matter. Got Cajuns who look, look Latina. <laughs> uh, I've actually had cousins and relatives told to go back to Mexico. It's like, bro, I'm Cajun. I'm from here. No, and, and you could pass for Latino as well. You have you have physical factions like physical features that would that look Latino as well. It's just most people like you. You are kind of this weird state, which is the funny thing with some Latinos is we look ambiguous and. Cajun is a particular collective of people that are also somewhat ambiguous because of the large mix of individuals. Yeah. Well, people don't even realize that there, there is a Latina uh, culture here in Louisiana, but we call them mestizos. Which was a term, in, even in Puerto Rico, which just meant Mexican, basically. Mm. You, you it was know, an old you know, Spanish term, which was kind of, the, so it was a classification of race. You know, the <laughs> it was called mestizo, which meant like a mix of like the white DNA and the. You, you know, the Irish. DNA. You know, the Irish are the only uh, the only group of people to change teams mid-war, and that's down in Mexico when uh, when they were trying to force Irish slaves to fight against the fight against Mexicans in their war, and they decided, no, we totally like the Mexican people better, and decided to just change sides and start shooting back at Americans again. This is true, bro. I'm telling you. <clears throat> I heard a comedian say it best. He said that the Irish have shagged their way into all culture around the world. If you really look at it and you start paying attention, you know, nobody has a problem with the Irish, and they totally have slowly come 
all over the world and literally come all over the world. Everybody's got a little Irish in them, literally. I promise you. There's yeah, probably right. no matter who does a DNA test, there's going to be some Irish in there. Yeah. yeah. There's actually a, I mean, if it's really just a little bit. There's actually a big debate among a lot of people from Louisiana whether or not potato salad goes to Nagumbo. What I never knew is that the first people to do it were Irish. Which which kind of makes oh. Louisiana gumbo the best louisiana food because it draws a little bit from everybody That's started right. by natives right. the name the name gumbo is traced back to an african okra stew the cajuns removed to okra and added the holy trinity bell pepper onions and uh celery and nice. i guess the irish decided to put potato salad in it for some reason mashed potatoes is just tamale I mean, yeah, as I was about to say, they, they were just getting ready to do some Irish things, I guess. Yeah. Of course, so, the Spanish brought rice, so that's why rice is the most dealer. So I am excited, of course, for everyone that's out there watching and, uh, and whatnot, and for everybody that has been keeping up with recently. It's time for everyone's favorite time of the night. I have been so excited about tonight's. <laughs> You know, round because not only do we have a guest, but we have a face that hasn't been in here to play around with us, which is Bandit. There's a weird, there's a weird sound out just coming in. Okay, Hi. we're gonna we're gonna have a, a oh, fan maybe turned. No, it could have been the cell phone created the interference. Mm, I, my apologies. Um, but uh, we're going to play this week's round of Pirates Against Humanity as we've as we've totally renamed it so that I don't get in trouble for, you know some kind of copyright infringement or something but we're uh i've sent you guys your cards this evening libertarian jesus you have some you have seven cards sent to your instagram feed you'll be able to check back and forth when you're ever you're whatever you need to or however you need to and uh how this goes is i have a cards against humanity generator.com and it brings me up a black a black question card and we're going to go around the table and let each of you give an answer out of the deck of cards that I sent you. We'll do this two or three times just to have a little bit of shock value and some fun. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy your cards this week. I got a whole new list of cards screenshotted and downloaded. So hopefully we don't have any repeats. We might have one or two still dangling around because I tried to I tried to delete everything. But listen, when you have 5,000 memes on your phone, it's hard to keep up with everything and where you have it and where you hit it and things get lost in translation so one day i'll figure it out but without further ado i'm gonna hit the little thing that makes it pop up and oh what do we get all right so the black card says fun tip when your when your man asks you to go down on him try surprising him with blank instead I will let you guys. Do you want me to just hit a re redo again? They only show me one card at a time. Or do you guys want to answer? Could you do it again? Absolutely. <laughs> Click. <clears throat> My wife really loves loves it when I touch her blank. Anyone? 
My God, these cards are so evil. I got so many. <laughs> you want to just choose just choose one card and Bandit? Do you want to go first? I got it. All right. So my wife really loves loves it when I touch her. Raptor Jesus. Raptor Jesus. When this when it touches the skin ski mask made from Disney underoos. <laughs> and that's the cleanest. You're up there, LJ. I'm going to go with oh. one in a million tumor. One in a million tumor. All right. So you guys make sure you discard that card. Please let's not bring up the second the same card twice in one round this evening. And I'm gonna hit the button. <clears throat> oh, this one's a double, so you guys will need double cards for this. Are you guys ready? Yeah. When my wife caught me cheating with blank she blank. Two cards on this choice. When she called me cheating with the Catholic Church tickle parties, uh, she fatally, fatally OD'd on, Viag uh, on Viagra while working as a Santa mall. As a Santa mall. As a small Santa. My God. Okay, there we go. Viagra. Thank you. Thank you, Luis. <laughs> Bandit? These are evil. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really... <laughs> I want to look the at the cards read I sent you. Read the question again. Absolutely. It said, when my wife caught me cheating with blank, she blank. I'm 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 gonna have to I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to pass on this one. Oh come on bro. We have no. we can't pass. Throw two two random cards in the mix. Oh god, I'm so sorry. Do you know your cards yet there? Libertarian Jesus, if we can bounce to you, I guess yeah. we can. But we're, you're totally reading cards, Bandit. Yeah, I'm gonna go with pregnant women, overweight people, and sweaty people. <laughs> and my second card is gonna be poking holes in all the condoms. Oh God. <laughs> I love it. All right, Bandit. I just had a hard time That's how quick the that goes. <clears throat> and you never know with these things. See, I sit here and I, uh, this page that I go to, let's, it generates them a page. It'll generate the answer cards for me a page at a time. And I got to sit here and cut them out. 
and then deal them out to you guys. I think it's a pretty cool thing. I don't know. What you got there, Bandit? Oh, uh, he, he's fake I breaking mean, up. He's touching the mic. I hear him. He's like, I, I, I. In the mic. <clears throat> no. We totally got none of that. At least I didn't. He he increased the interference on purpose so he didn't have to read. He's the strategically cards. breaking up. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the next one. He's he's strategically. He, we'll catch that's him. That's fine. Time. I don't I don't like that air. So that's fine. So I already hit. I hit the button. So I already got a good one in front of us. Okay. <clears throat> What's my saving grace when I'm hanging from the left from my left nut on a barbed wire fence? <laughs> that came in fine. Paula Dean covered in butter, was... shouting the N word. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go with 20 used syringes in a plastic cup. Oh my god. I'm just done. Oh no, Lord! No, <laughs> no I've, i you know, I've enjoyed this. I thought it was, I thought it was just a fun little side gag that we could play with. Like it, it came to me just out of a blue moon, just sitting around watching something else. It didn't actually even have anything to do with Cards Against Humanity. I was just like, wait, this would be a cool idea. Like, like a, like a card game on a live. Like I hadn't seen it yet, so I just. I went with it. I figured just ask you guys a couple questions a week and pass about to random people and see how they go. Like, and that's the great thing about this game is it's like this. You never know what's going to come out of somebody's mouth. Even if bandit intentionally makes it where you can't hear him. Cause you know, he wants to, he's embarrassed by the terrible cards. I sent him, I went back and read them and realized the things that I sent are super juicy. I think I did the same thing to Luis. Actually, if you, if Steven was here, he'd claim that I did it on purpose. Cause that's just the way he rolls. So didn't you say it's your kids? But we're getting... <laughs> tonight. It was not. It was totally just me, and I. I was totally just me. The first that those first two times I did, hand my phone out and just be like, "Here, look at this page," and go and click ten of them. So my oldest was sitting. My there's a door right behind me. And the couch is right there. They're probably sitting there right now playing Fortnite. Like, I wouldn't even doubt it. 100%. <laughs> so, of course, we're getting to that time of the evening where I like to go around and ask you guys if there's anything else that you didn't think that we hit or if there's anything else that you want to point point out or bring to somebody's attention before the end of the evening. Kind of your, your last thoughts of the day before we get ready to start signing out on things for the night. Luis, you're here, right, for the thing. I'd like for you to go first if you'd like. Well, 
this is going to be a very interesting month as people come to realize that this global conflict is only going to get crazier and nothing we have is safe or secure. So only trust the community and the people around you and start to build more bonds around those individuals because your neighbor is going to be more important than ever. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. I, I, I can't disagree with that at all. Like I, I, that's one of those things I like to encourage is make sure you talk to your neighbor, even if it's just something stupid about the weather, I guess you need to make those good rep reputations or, or what's the word? You need to make rapport. those good things going on. Yeah. Build good rapport. That's the, word. that's the word. Thank you, Luis. I'm terrible with words, but that's why we have you around because I don't do good at the talking thing and you do a whole lot better than I does. <laughs> So, you know, I thank you for that. So, Bandit, you got anything, Mr. Quiet Pants, tonight? I know it's just because you have connection Dang issues. It. And one of these days, we're one of these days we're gonna get you figured out to where you're crystal clear and I can actually look at you while I'm speaking to you. Yeah. I got nothing. So you got nothing? It's good to be here. It's good to be here. Well, I'm glad you're back, actually. Like I've missed you the past couple of weeks. I know you've had chaos going on, but thank you for being here this evening. Libertarian Jesus, is there anything else you wanted to throw out there this evening before we got to my final nonsense of the night? Uh, let us say hi. Well, you guys, I totally... I totally have all kinds of great links for you with this episode to get back and find libertarian Jesus here, man. If you want to, you guys want to follow him. I've, not only do I got his link tree and stuff, but I totally follow him across the board. Um, you guys go follow him, give him, give him some attention, give him some love, get in on his rants. He's totally out there always talking about the things uh, as far as like men's rights, when it comes to things like child support and stuff like that. I see him up on the forefront of that argument all the time. And of course, I know he's big into supporting his Tigers because. Oh, yeah. You're always posting about that. You're always posting about that. So. Yeah, absolutely. Finally got Angel Reese back. Had a bit of a flub, but glad she's back. Honestly, one more thing. I, yeah. I know. Forget about this measure of bonuses to play soccer. There's some damn good female athletes, and I think a lot of the biggest reasons we have issues between men and women right now is because we haven't normalized women's sports. Sports teaches young people discipline, respect, hard work, perseverance, teamwork, and a bunch of other useful skills that have historically been expected from men but haven't, haven't until recently been expected from women. And this is simply the best way to encourage young girls to get into sports and learn those skills that they needed. Uncoachable kids become unemployable adults. So just a little. I, no, I, 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 dude, I totally encourage like my, my oldest daughter did softball. Um, like I've, I've, and she's all like, she tried dance. She wasn't very big into it. She tried softball and fell in love with the idea of the sport and stuff like that. So like, you know, I, I encourage, I encourage her in sports and I, and I, you know, I, I love to encourage just kids in sports in general. I think it's very important. Well, while your kids are young to make sure that they play, I know it's a little pricey, but 
there is assistance out there. Like there's all kinds of community assistance programs and stuff like not even government assistant programs, community assistant programs so that you can play sports with these rec centers and stuff. Well, here's the thing. I keep running to Libby Dunn's older sister who manages an agency. She runs for LSU student athletes yeah. to help get an IL deal, specifically female student athletes. And Angel Reese and both of them are all giving back to the community, trying to do exactly what I've been just advocated for, get encouraging young girls to play sports. So yeah. kind of hope to uh, keep running into her or because I'd like to actually collaborate with her in the near future on supporting that for the reasons I've just explained. Yeah, man. Yeah, oh, yeah. That, I mean, cause, causes like that are great, great things to get tied up into. You know what I'm saying? Just more things that deal, especially down, you know, something like that. That's a message that can reach globally, but it's something you can actually do, help do locally. You know what I mean? Like as far as like helping people, you know, get into whatever kind of sport it is or whatever, I you just know, whatever it is that interests me right now. Right, right. So, but of course, you guys, like I said, I'll have all those links for him, as well as all the links that you, you totally see everything scrolling across the bottom of the screen during this episode. These are totally all of our friends in Liberty, man. Kirk Elliott, Peachy Key, Ammo Can, the Homeschools Connected, and Pure Pet Wellness. I, they're still out there supporting all their, I'm, I'm still out there supporting all their awesome stuff that they're doing because they're being the alternative to everything else that's out there. So you guys can always find those links at unconstitutionalawakening.com. You can find all the links actually that go with this episode. Your best bet is to go to unconstitutionalawakening.com because I'll totally update it first before I update everywhere else. And you can go back and find all the stuff that I shared on screen, some cool stuff I didn't share on screen. I wanted to share with you this evening and some other cool links that went along with some of the conversation we've had tonight. I try to keep up with all that kind of stuff. Uh, there's all, you know, there's always good things going on over there. You can make sure you follow us over there on social media as well. There's always good things going on over there. Bandit is constantly holding it down over there at captain conspiracy and the freedom pirates. He runs it more than I do. We congratulated him last week when he wasn't here on his like 60 million reach with those, with those damn ski masks. And I've, it, you know, funny update. I created a link to gr try to get a commission off of it. And we've made $20 guys off of, <laughs> off of ski masks just because of a meme that fit, that 60 million people were interested in. But that meme was shared over there at captain conspiracy and the freedom pirates and good job bandit. He's a hundred thousand shares. Hundred thousand shares, and, yep. and he 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 helped grow our page. He helped grow that page to 18 k now, over eighteen k followers. So you know, hey, folks that are actually watching over there because we're totally there. Like, hey, how you doing? Like, appreciate you following us. Now we've always got more memes coming, so go give it some more support. There is totally stuff for me there too. Like uh, earlier tonight when I was joking around about the uh, the sun dusty. Because uh, everybody's everybody's on talk about the world exploding. I, yeah, I do want to make one comment though about uh, one of the recent ones that I shared. <clears throat> it made mention of a, a big throwback uh, shock video that went, or a, a shock pic that went viral like ages ago, back when the internet was in its infancy. The whole goatsy thing. Yeah. The, one of the comments was like, 
the admins absolutely have to be in their in their middle aged admins because they made reference to that comment. That it was yeah. Oh yeah, I'll have to go check that yeah. out. Like that's a, that of course is Captain. What he's talking about of course is Captain Conspiracy and the Freedom Pirate. What he's talking about over there is Captain Conspiracy and the uh, the Freedom Pirates, which is one of our many Facebook pages that you can find us on. Uh, of course, we're also Defeat the Media. We're both on there. I'm hidden in places online you wouldn't believe, so I'm just not even going to tell you. I promise you enjoy my memes more than you think you do. <laughs> and, you know, as well as everybody else's memes as well, too, man. We've got all kinds of good people on our on our team working with us. Terry out, out there in Australia and Daniel up there in Pennsylvania. We appreciate them and their memes that they're throwing, not only on our page that they've joined us on, but they started Defeat the Media originally and were generous enough to bring us over there. So, like, we're a team working on it and always growing as we can try and just spread information and wake everybody up best we know how to do through laughter and nonsense that's why we're doing this so we appreciate all you guys out there that have tuned into us live thank you for tuning in over there on youtube on facebook on kick on odyssey and on rumble of course you can always be over there on the on the the re redo on BitChute and all of our audio platforms. Uh, we thank you guys so much. We broke. Not only are we celebrating, this is our 201st episode ever filmed, even though it's only episode 187, all of our specials and stuff. This is our 201st episode filmed, and we also have reached over 11,000 audio streams and still growing exponentially all over the board when it comes to followers and other views and stuff like that on all the other channels. Um, thank you guys. That's the only reason we keep doing this nonsense is because you guys what, are checking it out. So what's fun is uh, we're, that means it's part of the 1% of podcasts because the majority of podcasts give up very early. So that's is already part of the 1% <clears throat> of all podcasts. Cause we have so many episodes. Mm hmm. You can look into that. Sweet. Yeah. Majority of podcasts don't out. go that far. I just be pumping them, bro. I like to pump. I like to put the episodes out. Now we've slowed it down to these lives. That's right. Now we've slowed it down to these lives, but I like these lives, and it gives me a chance to interact with folks over there in the comments. Hey, I've seen you out there all night. I, I'll try to get back to you when I can just get back to you and answer pump. any questions you have, you, have. you have. Four kids. You have to control that pump. And that's why we've come down to these one day of lives, man. I've got I've got three kids and I've got too much going on all the time. So I do not curse me with another one. That would kill the old lady, bro. Her body can't handle it. But like it's uh you know, it's it's such as life, and I think life is more important, but I still love to have these conversations with my best of friends. You know, it, the only one in the group that I've hung out with truly face to face, aside from Neptune, is Bandit. And but still, like I talk to you guys more than I talk to my it, real life friends, and even my mom half the time. Like you guys are totally my people, and I appreciate you guys being my people, and I appreciate you guys that keep up with everything out there with us. I do want you guys. I encourage you as much as I can to go check out Libertarian Jesus. We'll have all of his cool stuff everywhere too, man. He's always on some good rants. His TikTok's the best. I love his TikTok. Like he'll throw you off too. Like you'll think that it's one thing, and the next thing you know, it's Libertarian Jesus telling you that that chick don't matter and that we need to end the state. <laughs> 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 they're, they're friends from work. 
Nice. Okay. So it's you know it's it's always good to it's always good to tune in with your stuff, man. And as as usual, you're welcome back anytime you'd like, man. I I appreciate you setting out the time and this evening to come in and join us. Uh, you know I can't sign off without something absolutely ridiculous because I myself am absolutely ridiculous. So uh, tonight's one liner that I've got to give you guys before we sign out of here. <clears throat> I apologize. I have to pull everything back up because I am off track a little bit. Is how is life like toilet paper? Anyone? You get shit on. You're either on a roll or you're taking shit from someone. Good night, everyone. <laughs>